if you encounter somebody that loses something, and I learned a very valuable lesson, um, the person doesn't want to harp on it or be reminded. They don't really want to feel like you're feeling sorry for them. It's really just show love. And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepless for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of The Social Proof Podcast where we uh, talk about dope stuff. We got like some amazing people. We got a lot going on here, live studio audience. So this is really exciting. This is exciting. So we got to start out with your hoodie. Yes, you guys. Look at this. First of all, amazed. I love J-Dub this bubblegum pink. Is that pink or purple? It's this lavender, is, actually. No, this is like a bubblegum pink. It's, it's lavender. Lav- it's more lavender. It's lavender. You're only using bubblegum because I told you it was bubblegum You did. Earlier. You said that. Yeah, but it's more lavender. It's soft, though. Feel it. Mm. This is quality. Shout That's out quality. to J-Dove Productions, Soaring to Greater Heights. That's good. I put this on and I immediately felt successful. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, for and, sure. And if you, too... Uh, I. I don't know whose hoodie this is, but it was somebody in the morning meetup. Y'all remember? I bought it during the morning meetup. I don't mm. remember who it was. That sucks. Well, they're not necessarily a paid sponsorship, so. Thank you, J-Dub, for the hoodie. I love it. You Thanks know what? You know what? You know what I love about him so much? Was his professionalism. He, he He's like, look, y'all got to wear the hoodies. And I'm like, I love it. Send me this color. And he originally sent a color that um, I love the color, but he wasn't satisfied with that particular run. And he did some modifications to the design and he sent more hoodies. So now I've got like three of these amazing hoodies and they're warm and snuggly to wear. Good. So make sure you hit up J-Dub Productions for a J-Dub Productions hoodie. We so have the greater heights, J Dub uh, is We up. appreciate you supporting uh, the the podcast with your uh, sponsorship. And if you too would like us to uh, promote your brand and wear your brand, mm-hmm. hit up Donnie. Hit up Donnie. He handles the business. So, how was your week, Wiggins? Let's start with your week. Rough, rough. So, um, my my mother passed. About a week ago, actually. And um, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel right. I don't know what it is. Remember I talked to you yesterday. I actually told my wife first. I was like, I, I think I'm depressed. I think this is what depression feels like. I've never experienced it before, but I think this has to be what it feels like. Because all day, it's like, well, I don't know if it's like a haze. Or like, I'm, I'm, like there's a, it's just, it just feels like cloudy. All the time mm-hmm. in my life, it's not a whole lot to be like super excited about. Even though there's a bunch of stuff to be excited okay. about, so I I don't know if I'm depressed, but I might be. You're different. Um, we had a photo shoot last night. Photo shoot was bomb. Oh, by well, the way. Photo shoot is bomb. We had a photo shoot last night, and um, what I did is notice is nope. This one is it. That one is. This one is okay. When we were on and on camera and performing, you were Dave. But those moments by yourself, you were Dave with a broken heart. But here's the thing. It's not it's not like in the downtime, I'm thinking about, like, so I'm driving home mm-hmm. and I just feel away. It's yeah. not that I'm like 
thinking about my mom or like the good times we had, it's just, I'm, I just feel away. Mm. And I don't know how to describe it. So the last week or so, I've been trying to find my emotions. And it could be because, you know, we've talked about this so many times. You are so out of touch with emotion at all that any, any form of emotion, especially this sad emotion, could be translated into depression. And we're not sure that you're depressed just yet. You're for sure grieving and you're hurt and you're heartbroken, but it, it, grief doesn't have to mean depression. Mm-hmm. And I think right now you're, you're grieving and this is a very public matter. You can't hide it. Mm-hmm. it. It is being dealt with behind the scenes and publicly because of who you are. And on one side, you do have all these amazing things that are happening. You've got things happening around you. And then on the other side, you're dealing with this very personal, very life-changing situation. And so it's like this up and down, back and forth of of emotions. But you're dealing with it. You're handling it very, very well. Very well. Thanks. You know what the worst part is? And it shouldn't be the worst part, but it's the condolences. Yeah. It's... It's overwhelming, the condolences. You know what I mean? Not that, you know, I appreciate the love from the friends, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to say, yo, all right, stop. Stop doing that. You know what I mean? Like, but it's it's good because, you know, everybody sends texts, encouraging words, and, you know, voice notes and DMs. And I see people that are like, yo, man, condolences, man. Just And, I, and it puts me back in a mood like, yeah. oh, my. Gosh, I don't, I don't like that. But I can't say I don't like it because it's co- I can't say that. But it's it's coming from a genuine place, yeah. Right where people, and then they get into the coaching and how I should feel, and you know, mm. just encourage me. This is what you got to do for the next couple of days, and I'm like, all right. You know, when things like this happen, people don't know what to do. Yeah, for sure. They don't know what to do. Um, even people who have lost a parent. Still, they don't know how to be. They they remember that moment for themselves. They don't know how to be there for you. So I get it. I get that the condolences are like a constant reminder. Like every time you log into Instagram, you're looking for a break. It's like another freaking condolence. But you, you might feel differently in a month or so when you realize nobody offered condolences. Oh, uh, yeah, that's for, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, so I, I, I do appreciate it. So my, uh, my two best friends, Donnie and... And I'll tell y'all about them. So Donnie's like, yo, let's go shopping. It wasn't condolences. It was like, yo, let's go shopping. Or she, she hired Chef Beasley to cook breakfast and dinner for like the whole weekend, like whole week or something. It was, it was just, it was just, for one, it was an overwhelming amount of food. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. 
Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal and beasley cooking like yo yeah like as a like as a family you get something like yo it's me my wife and Corey, it's three of us, and then an infant. I don't know, but uh, no, the food was amazing. But Donnie was, and it wasn't that I don't even think she told me. She just did it. I'm like, oh, thank you. That felt better than the condolence. Or she's like, yo, what are we doing? Let's go shopping, and then we go shopping, and she buys me shoes. You got my, you got my shoes. Yes. Can I give them to you now? Yeah. So she bought my shoes. But it was, it was a birthday gift. I tried, and I knew she was trying to do it. She said, well, what size do you wear? And I'm like, why? Because I saw some shoes. I was like, yo, these are nice. She's like, you should try them on. And I'm like, Donnie, I don't, I don't, I don't want them that much. No, just try them on. I want to see how they look on you. I'm like, Donnie, just, and I know what you're doing at this point. She's like, yeah, try them on. No, because I want to get something from my boyfriend and see how they look on you. Like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> so, so she winds up on the low. He's so dramatic. So Dre is meeting his wife. He's meet, she's meeting us at the mall. We're literally in the store. He has to go and meet her at the front of the mall where we park. He takes my purse so, now she so that I can't purchase the shoes. 
So it's totally fine. So when they come back in, his daughter has my purse. And um, I'm like, go up there and give the woman my card and my ID to make this transaction. Oh, because I, I didn't know how it happened. Okay. Yeah, she had my purse. I'm like, just go up there and slide her the card. And so when the lady gets the card, she's looking like, what's this for? And I'm like, get the shoes, get the shoes. Long story short, I end up getting these shoes and losing both my debit card and my ID. <laughs> anyway, happy birthday. Thank you so much. It's kind of like, you know, you know what it is, but open it up. <laughs> yes, she did get the shoes. Not, they're, they're fly shoes, too. You got to see them on me, too. But, um, yeah, they're really, really fly shoes. So, that, that, my card that isn't cool. in there, is huh? it? My ID and stuff? Your ID and your... Here, I don't know. No, I don't think so. But um, yes, so these shoes are pretty fly. They're Fendi. I'm out here. Sorry for all the audio listeners. You can't really see them, but... Hard. These are hard. These are dope. And you got to see them on my feet. They look really, really fly on my feet. So yeah, thank and you so much. The now. cool thing is when he tried them on, he had on the same outfit. So it went really, really well in the store. And I was just kind of, you know, feeling it. <laughs> it wasn't the same outfit. It was the same <laughs> hoodie for sure. I like this hoodie. And I'm supporting whoever's hoodie this is from the morning meetup. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so everything so, went very well together. So yeah, so Donnie's like, yo, let's just let's go shopping. And it was, you know, we're we're just hanging out and having a good time. Then we all go to dinner and we have, you know, a good time talking about how terrible the restaurant was. Yo. Food was horrible. We're but, never going back at this point. And this is the second time we had a terrible experience. At this at this place, Del Frisco's terrible, terrible. Yo, <laughs> you felt some kind of way they're about sponsor- it. They're not sponsoring. Look, get that. <laughs> they are not sponsoring, and they never will. Get yeah. your arm um, string. I don't know if that's. Um, so, yeah, we had a terrible. The first time was like a server thing. This time, the food was everything. Yeah, and here's the thing: the server was amazing this time. Server was amazing. Server was amazing. Oh, but, so, so real, real quick. So I just want to complete it. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, Brandon, he like pulled up. He's like, "Yo, what you what you doing?" I was like, "I'm at the crib." He said, "I'm about to come through." I'm like, "All right." So he comes through. We're chopping up. I I've been wanting to play pool for a long time, and I have a pool table in my house. Like, and we played, we played, we shot pool and threw darts, and then he went home. But that made me feel better. He didn't use the word condolence one time, but I know what he's doing. You know what I mean? The reason I'm saying this is when you, if you encounter somebody that loses something, and I learned a very valuable lesson, um, the person doesn't want to harp on it or be reminded. They don't really want to feel like you're feeling sorry for them. It's really just show love. You don't have to announce Mm. that this is love, Mm. but it's just show love to the person. You know what I mean? So that, that was my, my experience. But for everybody did say, you know, condolences. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. From this person, and maybe because I have a lot of uh, friends and uh, family and, you know, a community, it's maybe overwhelming for me. Yeah. But somebody who maybe isn't in that position, they need that, you know, the love to know somebody's thinking about it. So that's just my, just my yeah. perspective. I've heard that before. I've heard that before, that um, the condolences, the constant reminder was the hardest part. So we are here for you and we love you. And this is going to be a process and, you know, nobody can tell you how to feel. I certainly can't. I I do feel good though, going through it because I know that 
someone else is going to go through it and I can relate. Mm-hmm. I don't know when I don't know when it's going to kick in, but I just imagine uh going through, you know, meeting somebody or, you know, trying to comfort someone who's in the same exact position where they lost a parent or something like that and um I can relate. And it's really really good to talk to people who can relate. Mm. Because I, I've talked to some people that can relate. Like my man, J13, he lost his mom last year. And it wasn't about him consoling me. It was about us both encouraging each other because we've been through the same. And that joint felt really, really good to me. Good. So um, I, I, I do as a leader and a, uh, you know, somebody who is very community-minded, I can appreciate the fact that I'm going through it so it lightens the load of somebody else later. I don't know when it's going to kick in, but... That is leadership at its finest, for sure. I appreciate that I am going through it so I can experience it and lighten the load for somebody else. So That's so selfless, Shans. You all right sometimes. Thank you. You I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Sometimes. sometimes. Every now and then I get into this place where I want to judge you and... um, you, you're good people. Today, I'm going to judge you on a higher level than typically Thanks, I would. I appreciate yeah. it. I, I take it back. It. Guys, this is a duplicate. It's not the exact same hoodie. It's, no, it's you know, the same hoodie. I know. I was trying to... I actually wore it. I got it last <laughs> week. I think I wore it three times. It was like my third time. <laughs> I like it. it and I need to good. order that too. Yeah. yeah Can yeah. we find out whose hoodie this is? I, I remember they said it on the morning meetup and Jen bought it. But Jen bought it for me. Like, use my card, huh? Well, that's who we need to be who? asking. What? what it, chew your food first, bro. Just before you chime in, just just chew. You know what I mean? It's all good. Take your time, brother. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll, no, look, you know what? I got to trip with you, bro. <laughs> Digging yeah, let's, yeah, let's, and stuff. Yeah, let's find out who city this is because we can shout it out. Maybe we can find it out before the end of the episode. So, anyway, um, how was your week? My week is this. What are you I just, doing? I'm texting Jen and asking her whose hoodie this I was is. About to say, stay focused. Yeah. So, my week was, um, you know, what's crazy. We, we talked about this. So, I was in the middle of my workshop, which is supposed to be like a really big deal. But my friend was hurting and I felt guilty about doing something like to make me feel good. The day that we found out, it was like, I'm done. All right, you guys, I hope you got what you needed from this. <laughs> uh, I affected your money? No, 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 no. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I am an empath. So when people close to me are hurting, I am hurting too. And I'm probably hurting because I don't understand how you're feeling. And I don't want to offend you in this time. I don't want to ask the wrong question, say the wrong thing. So this week, it was really just about making sure you and Dre were good. Um, what else? We've hung out a lot this week. We, we ate, we had a photo shoot, we went shopping. We're going shopping right after this. I cannot wait. Are we? I'm going on a shopping spree? No. (laughs) No, no. I have to pick up something that is waiting for me. And in the event that you see something that you like, you got your money on you. That's all the gift you're getting, buddy. (laughs) I I left my, I don't. (laughs) Oh, and you know what was so dope? So we're in the mall and, um... I lose my debit card. Well, the people in the store lost my my card. And, um... Well, I don't know if we could put it on the people in the store. Where where would it be? 
if you left out and didn't get your card, they That's didn't lose fact. it. You lost. I lost it. I left my card, and when I went back, I realized it. You know what I mean? I realized it about thirty minutes later, and when I went back, you know, they wouldn't even after I made a purchase, they wouldn't even let me in the store because they were closed. Because they were counting money, and right. they said when they have money out, they can't look. But I'm offended because I'm like, I just spent money in here. And anyway, that's a whole other story. They're counting the money. So I lose the card, but we go to another store and there's this dress that I want. And it was then that I realized I didn't have my money on me. So we're at the register and I'm like, I don't have any money. Shans' wife steps in and says, I got it. She buys this dress. It's like 400, it's almost $500, right? And I'm like, okay, great. As soon as I can, as soon as I get somewhere, I'm going to send you this money back. I'm going to cash up you. Everything is connected to this debit card. I changed my card and all this stuff over and I'm determined to give her this money back. So we're now at dinner about an hour or so later and I'm trying to switch my cards over so I can send her the money back. And she's like refusing to accept the Apple Pay, refusing to accept the cash app. She's refusing to accept the cash app. She won't accept it. So I sent it via Apple Pay. And she's like, I'm not accepting it. And I'm like, well, you have to because I don't know how to take it back. And it's just kind of like $500 just kind of out here. Just out of curiosity, do you happen to know what card she used? (laughs) The one with her name on it. Yeah, but (laughs) was it an American American Express card? Do you remember? I don't know, but I paid back. So whatever money she... Mm, that money went to her bank account, though. <laughs> so, hold on. She uses... <laughs> let me not judge. Let, before I, let me just get clear, because I'm like 90-something percent sure she used my card. And then she's like, oh, no, nah, we got it. It's all good. Yeah, and then doesn't like, want to accept the money. And if she does, it doesn't go on the card. It's not going on the card. So she spends this, like, near $500 and then we got to eat after, right? So real quick, when you say that was so sweet to her or? You didn't offer to buy the dress. You stood there. <laughs> Focused on your little sweater that you wanted. It was a cool sweater. It man. was a cool sweater. You guys are going to get to see this sweater and this dress uh, really, really soon. But even after that, like you would think it's enough. I'm like, I got to go home. They're like, no, we got to eat. And we're going to eat. And, you know, Dre didn't think twice. It's like, we got you. And it's just good to have friends like that, even though, Kenny came and um, took care of my portion of the bill. I think, oh, we played cart roulette. But not really, because oh. he was going to pay for it anyway. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. So we had, we had a, we, we've had a, um, we've had an interesting week. And um, let's dedicate this show to your mom. Yes. This how, do, show, how do we do it? We say it. Oh. Oh, that would be dope. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Let's, come on. I want to dedicate this show to my mom. Oh, so I just say the dedication. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird now. I want to dedicate this show to my mom, Judy Shans, the love of my life. Shout out to Judy Shans. Yes. Yeah, I, I've never even, I've never had someone love me so unconditionally. Like, even my brother, we getting like little riffs. Me and my mom, we don't do that. Like, and she just, she just, there's like, I could do no wrong. It's crazy. And it was so encouraging to me. Like, she always just pumped me up. No matter, even if I did something wrong, she would let me justify it. So, (laughs) (laughs) that is love. That is love. Yo, my mom is the, she's a mom that if, 
She came into an apartment. There's blood everywhere. There's a guy laying on the ground. I have a knife in my hand, dripping with blood. There's blood on my hand and my wrist, all over me. I'm breathing heavily. My mom would walk in and say, what did, she, what did he do to you? <laughs> uh, and you feel me like, oh my gosh, did he try to attack you? <laughs> I had that type of mom. She just like, she was just absolutely amazing. So yep. yeah, so that, this is dedicated to my mom. For cool. sure, for sure. Um, more about my week, and maybe I want, I want to get your opinion. Okay. What's that say? Subscribe. Oh, yeah. So make sure y'all subscribe. Hit the little subscribe button if you're watching YouTube. If you're listening on the app, make sure you follow. Five star. Y'all, y'all subscribed? I'm going to check your phone after this. You know that, right? Okay. We'll check your phone. Um, so make sure you subscribe to the uh, Social Proof Podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it with somebody right now. Y'all share it with somebody? Take a picture. Say, make sure y'all... Come on, y'all. All right. So, um, yes. So subscribe. I know what you're thinking. How the heck do you make money from a podcast? Is David just doing this podcast because he likes it or there's a heavily monetized strategy attached to it? Well, it's both. I really love talking and interviewing people and getting free game from really successful people. But also, um, this is a seven-figure podcast. I'm telling you right now, there's so much money in podcasting and we're early in the space. I really feel like it's 2009 and I'm telling you to buy Bitcoin. I'm right now telling you to start podcasting because in five, 10 years, it's skyrocketing. Those are the names that are going to be the ones who have the voices in our world, the ones that start a podcast right now, okay? So I put together everything I know about podcasting in an easily digestible program, okay? So go to podcastersblueprint.com and you know I got to give you all some love, okay? Enter code SOCIALPROOF. I'm taking 20% off so you can get your voice heard, all right? So this podcast that you're loving and enjoying, there's other people that's going to love and enjoy yours too, okay? Podcastersblueprint.com. Let's get back to the episode. Get your opinion. So we're talking about this whole Social Proof 7 thing, and I and I didn't think about it until after. And the first one, it was $100. I didn't make any money from it, but it's a good vibe, and it sold out in like 20 minutes. I, I made a post that a live tickets were gone. It was only 40 tickets. Mm-hmm. We're going to do another 40 to 45 tickets. And the money from the tickets pay for the production, pay for the food. Because, like, we, I think we had uh, crab cake. Y'all was there. Who was there? Lamb chops. Lamb crab chops, cakes, crab cakes. Um, broccoli. Broccoli. It was delicious. Yeah, it was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Right? So I don't make any money from it. The objective is the culture, the community, mm-hmm. an exclusive event that you really can't get into unless you're, like, first on the mm-hmm. list. And, you know, the production value. Mm-hmm. So we're on a team call. And everybody's saying that we should raise it to 200 or 150 or more. And I'm like, nah, you were on the call, Joe, right? Like, nah, I don't want to do that. So they're like, nah, but it needs to be more high level, more exclusive, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yo, I like the fact that it's so low, so much value, it just sells out in 20 minutes. I like that. I want to be able to say that. And it's just this exclusive thing that you just can't get in. Kind of like Jordan. You can't just go buy Jordans. You got to get a ticket, get draft, you know what I mean? All kind of stuff. So this conversation lasts maybe, what, 25 minutes? Back and forth. So what, what was your perspective, Joe? Um, I thought it should have went up, but not like super high. Mm-hmm. I was thinking more so in the middle, just because the fact that it did sell out. Mm-hmm. But I was also thinking like, you know, it is the holiday season, so it may take away from people and their shopping experiences for their, whatever they do on the holidays. Mm-hmm. 
But I did think it should go up a little bit just because if it can sell on 20 minutes, imagine the caliber of people that you would get for a little bit price higher. Yeah. Because but- I think the issue, you're, I'm not saying it's the issue, but your market is very weird. It ain't weird, but it's like you that have. all weird. Ain't that crazy? How do you feel about that? Not everybody, but you understand, like, because you have a He's market. He's talking about y'all. You have a market. say something, just let him. You got a market from the $10 people, and then you also have a market now to the $25,000 people. So, like, it's just where you have this back and forth market, and I think you got to kind of choose which market you really want to serve, because you can't serve everybody like you want to. For sure. And I think you, it's time for you to start scaling up as you scale up the people that you're bringing into the things that you um, offer. I think you got to scale them up, too. But that doesn't make sense to me. If we build a brand around, like, so it's, it's like saying, okay, the morning meetup is $79. It should be at least 200 to make it more exclusive. That just doesn't make sense to me. We I'm not saying a- with the exclusivity. I'm, it's more so of the mindset. Since I've been with you for the past five years, mm-hmm. my mindset has gone from penny pension to just spend the money. You'll get it back. <laughs> Let's see Joe got on his manifest hat today. Right, right, Tim's. Fresh Tim's on. Jeans are still blue, blue, so they haven't been washed too many times. <laughs> we are real brand new right now. Right, Bobby and Builder, a little flannel. Yes, He's killing it. Yes. He looking like you, Joe, from you. Tell me, real, it, it's you. Wherever you are. Oh, that I didn't like that show. Anyway. Oh, I love that give show. Me, give me your, your perspective. So... I don't think that everything we offer has to be like a money play. Yes, I agree. And um, because we're going in the direction of focusing on community, I think that right now, um, though $100 is just a little low. And the only reason that I'm saying that is because of just the cost, the overhead, the team, the staff, everybody that has to be here for it. And you're literally getting a plate of crab cakes and lamb chops and you know, more of whatever you want and dessert and all this stuff, that's a hundred dollars, that's a hundred and twenty-five dollar plate. And you can't go into a restaurant and order crab cakes and lamb chops and dessert and refill everything. You know, you just can't do that. So I I think <clears throat> um the goal should be to cover the expenses for sure. Because while it doesn't have to be a money play, it also doesn't have to be a depletion play right. either. So and I would that's why I came up with a hundred because <clears throat> it covers the expenses. Yeah, right be- now. Why would it change? Well, did you factor in staff and their time and all that stuff? Well, I mean, they're already on payroll. Okay. So it's, it's costing, I think, probably 30 something dollars a plate, 30 dollars $40, $40 a plate. We got to rent equipment and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. the whole thing cost me probably 4000 which is what we made. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, then it's Here's cool. the kicker, though. And I, I, don't, I don't say this, but... Like, I got a whole reasoning behind this $100. It feels good to me. I work with this this market for a while, and it's it's like an exclusive event. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But I'm literally arguing with, going back, not arguing, but going back and forth with, to my, to to the best of my, uh, for what I can tell, is I might be the best marketer on this call or the Mm -hmm. best mover of people on the call. Mm Mm-hmm. And just to to the best of my knowledge... I wasn't on the call, by the way, just for the record. Right. <clears throat> so not not saying that... Like, our, our team has immense value. But if we start talking about, like, mental health and stuff like that, 
I'll probably voice my opinion. And Joe, Joe says, yo, this is what we need to do in terms of helping someone with their mental health. Because he went to school for it, I might have an opinion, but I'm not going to go back and forth with Joe on that because that's what he does. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth, you know, how to organize this place. He's a, like, his mind works that way. I might have some suggestions, but he might say, well, it's not going to work, and this is why. Or this is the system that's going to be best, and this is why. And if it, and then I'll just be like, oh, all right, well, cool. Like, Christina, she does the, the decor. She's amazing at it. I always have some sort of, in, some suggestions or input. But after she tells me why she's doing what she's doing, I'm like, oh, all right, cool. But I'm, I'm on this call and, and I think they kind of got together. It was like, oh, this is what we need to do. And I'm like... Tell Dave, raise the price. <laughs> and so I wanted, I wanted to know how, how you would approach that or handle it. Because after I got out the phone, I'm like, yo, why am I arguing? With a bunch of people who don't... Like, let me be in my lane. Let me, like, do, let me do this part. This is where I come in. This is my... This, really, I don't do a whole lot of stuff good. But this, like, this is the thing that this? I do well. Oh, hundred. This. This. Right here. Oh, this. Well, just one finger. One finger. Okay. Because it was a broken wrist. Anyway, so <laughs> I think that um, you, you number, number one, number one, you have to make sure the team understands the mission and the vision mm -hmm. behind the Social Proof 7 specifically. Real quick. Did I paint that? Did I say it a lot? Like the vision that I have for like why this number is the number? be honest. Um, Checked out after you didn't get your $200 raise? Yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm on a detox right now, so I'm kind of, I was like in and out of the, on the call. So I mm -hmm. kind of just, I didn't really, that's why I wouldn't say much on the call because like, I'm going to let y'all handle that. But, I mean, you always get your point across. That's one thing you do well. You make but sure you get your point across. I don't across. think I did though. I mean, I feel like you did because eventually what happens is once you kind of get to where you're trying to get to, everyone kind of just gets quiet when they're talking to you. And it's like, okay, we're just going to let him have his way. Yeah, but the quiet feels like emotional, like, mm -hmm. oh, he's not listening to oh, us. Oh, it's definitely emotional. I, I feel it all day every day. Yes. So it's very emotion tied because you got to think about it. You, no offense, women, but you have a team full of women. A lot of feminine energy. No, it's not, Joe. Yeah. You trying to Count the up. people on the call. Count the, Who's on the call? I, this will be men. This will be women. <laughs> Christina. Christina. Lauren. Lauren. Jen. Jen. Jada. Jada was not on the call, but the call. Jada. We can, we can include her. It's cool. Okay. Men, you got myself, you, yep. Me. Mark, Mark, Donald, Donald, David, Trey, David, Trey. That's six. So six to four. But it's for the most part, those who talk the most are the women, though. It's typically you, Christina, Jen. Everyone else kind of just chimes in here and there. And of course, Mark. Yeah. So what I have learned So your is, point, the point you was making didn't make any sense. It no, it was, it was, <laughs> I see where you're going with it. Okay. So what I have learned is um, you have to talk to, come on in. You have to talk to who, you have to talk in your company to the people who are qualified to have the conversation, right? And then you have to tell everybody else what's going to happen. So if you want opinions about pricing and strategy and things like that, and you're offering it to the team, then you're going to get some feedback that's invalid. If you're serious about really getting good strategy, good feedback, good pricing, talk to the people on the team who are versed in those areas. 
And then together you guys are on the same page and it's not about presenting presenting a opinion, open forum. Now we're telling you guys what's about to happen. And it's still building team is still great because you've made the decision and you're, pre- you're presenting a united front to the team and saying, hey, heads up, this is where we're going, right? We love your feedback, but this is, this is the direction and this is where we're going. And so you want to be careful because now you're in your head because you've had this conversation that went on for 30 minutes when you already know what you're going to do mm-hmm. and why you're going to do it. Yeah, I need, I need to be more. Y'all ever experienced that? Like you're, you're, maybe you're working with somebody and you want, you want their input, but their input is coming maybe from a different place or from a different perspective, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the vision. Right. Because I, I, I try to explain this too. Like, so the next one, it might be, let's just say we raise it to 200. Mm-hmm. So for the people who saw it at 100, and they see, oh, wow, it worked, and now they raised the prices. This one's 200. And now when I do it the third time, it's like, is it going to be 300? Because there's not a there's not a consistent thing to follow, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's it's changing. And I don't know. I know there's somebody thinking like I got my hundred ready, and then when they go on there, they see it's two hundred. Yeah, it's like I like the consistency well, of brand. I don't know. You have the right to raise the price until we find the price that works. So that's not the issue, neither here nor there. But it's it's what's motivating the price increase is what we has to be considered. Can you take that, Joe? I'll just, I'll just do this. (laughs) It is what is motivating the price increase. Right now, the goal is not to profit from the event, it's to cover the expenses and introduce people to an exclusive experience. And it is still exclusive by number of tickets. So exclusivity doesn't have to be created through price. It can be uh, expressed through availability. And so this is a... If you know, you know, when we release this, you better be there to get it ASAP because it's just $100, but the first people have to have it. And, you know, it's cool to have people, um, you know, whether you make a million dollars a year or more or $100,000 or you haven't made it there yet. I have this $100. Let me, we don't know whose life changed in that room because it was so reasonably priced. And the exclusivity was determined by number of tickets rather than the cost of the ticket. Yeah. And I think I, I definitely want to um, value people's expertise. You know what I mean? Like as, as y'all start building out your teams and things of that nature, you want opinions. Now I'm just, after the conversation, I realized that it would be better for everybody, for everyone to establish the, the area that they have the last word in. Cause I felt my like I felt myself like really looking for validation, which I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I was really looking for validation from and I don't want I don't want to say bad, but people who don't do this specifically. Yeah. If we're having a conversation and you've done a bunch of events, mm-hmm. so me and Drew, we're talking through um an event right now. He's done just as many events and activations as I have. Mm-hmm. So when we're having a conversation and he's thinking through the methodology based on experience, I'm like, he's probably going to offer a perspective that maybe I didn't think of or, you know, from, from experience of the same exact thing that sure. we're doing. What's an activation? An activation is, you know what an activation is, right? 
I've seen it. I just don't know how to describe it. So an activation not as many is, events and activations as I have. I so can't act, tell you exactly so, what so it is. But. So an activation is like if you have a company um, like Verizon or something like that, where you set up an event around Verizon's offering or whatever. That's an activation. You never heard it called that? Because you ain't in the space, you feel me? This is what we do. Me and Drew be having different with le- different level conversations. It's, different, it's, it's another level. It's a level conversation. Yeah. Jose, don't feel bad. I didn't know what an activation was. I wanted to clear it up, though, for me and everybody in the room, because none of us knew what the And some of us are still kind of fuzzy. Yeah, you know, it's, I mean, we're all still growing, man, because you didn't know what a Fortune 500 company was. You thought it had 500 employees, so... That is not the truth. <laughs> That's not the truth? What episode? We can go to, you want us to pull up the episode? We can insert the episode right here. If, Donald, if you do, <laughs> we have problems. But anywho, um, so as as you guys are, for one, for one, I think it's important for all entrepreneurs <clears throat> to at least know the direction that you're going in. Because if you don't know the direction that you're going in, someone, every any and everyone's opinion will hold weight. And everybody's opinion matters and it will further confuse you. Mm. I've experienced that mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Where I'm not 100%, I'm just doing something. I, I got the t-shirt brand and I'm selling a bunch of t-shirts. People are like, yo, you should do socks. Right. Yo, you know what you need? Bedding. And I'm like, well, we sell t-shirts, but beds, sleep is for suckers. In a bed, sheets, you need that. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I remember spending a week looking through sheet manufacturers. I'm starting to learn the difference between thread counts and quality and, and silk and cotton and all kind of stuff, like satin and cotton, all that kind of stuff. And I realized, yo, the only reason I spent the last week of my life doing this is because I know there's a direction I want to go, but I don't trust myself. Mm-hmm. I don't trust myself. Am I pigeonholing myself into just T-shirts? And then someone's like, you, you got to do socks and all this kind of stuff. And once I let go of all of that, once I let go of, um, bro, I'm not doing pants. No, we do tops, T-shirts, hoodies. You can make a million dollars with just that. But what will happen is if people don't know what to expect from your company and everybody's opinion matters, no one in the no one from a buyer perspective can follow the company and know what's coming or people like to know what to expect, right? What if, what if you turned on Martin one day and it wasn't, it wasn't, it was like more motivational. Mm. What if the whole theme was around motivation and education and entrepreneurship? You're like, nah, I want to hear you joking on Pam. I want to hear you call Tommy Milk Dudhead. I want to hear that. You feel me? But because someone said, oh, the space is going into entrepreneurship, you need to do it. That's that's not how you become classic. I agree. So. I agree. I think for you, you should let me partner in post paid, though. And that's all seriousness. So, um, <laughs> I know that it's too. your birthday and um, you think gift. that Excellent. things should just be happening. But in all seriousness, we have to have a business meeting today. Yeah. No, seriously. I'm with it. Our business meetings never work out, though. The last one worked out very well. Not really. We are the working. The end of it, we talk through it. But the first part is about our relationships and how we feel and what's going on. And We're not doing that today. Okay. We're, it's all about business. Okay. I'm going to have an agenda mapped out. I'll do that right before the meeting. You definitely have agendas mapped out sometime, and it never works. 
Chance, we're hold. We're gonna hold each other to a higher standard. Let's do it. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the direction of the business. Absolutely. Yeah, because you know what? We have so many genius ideas and concepts and things, and we got a lot of opened doors right now that we got to kind of walk into and figure out things that are in motion. We got a lot of stuff in motion. And today we are going to solidify two of those ideas. I'm with it. All right. I'm with it. Today. Um, another thing I want to talk about is what we, we talked about on the podcast today. I mean, the, the morning meetup today is the theme of the month is uh, nothing can stop you. Was y'all on the call this morning? Nothing can stop you. Were y'all on the call this morning? Yeah, they're on, they're on the call. The show. But nothing can hmm. stop. Are you sure everybody in here is an active member? I saw a couple people who weren't on the call Are you this active? morning. Your membership. <laughs> <laughs> we said we were going to start checking. We're going to start checking at the door. Going to start checking at the door. But, Joe, you believe that, yes? Nothing can stop you? All right, look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but I got to tell you, finally, you asked for it. And we created a Patreon, okay? We created an inner circle. We have amazing stories, amazing information, the how-tos from the episodes. The only thing we're missing is a community. So it's about that time. We put together a Patreon. We put together a community because we have to have conversation around the information. So even this podcast we're listening to right now, there needs to be conversation. I want to hear what you got. I want to hear what you got. Like, let's throw some stuff back and forth. And because we're a like-minded, we're all going in the same direction. When we connect, connect in a community, we can connect on other stuff outside the community because we're building real relationships. Okay. So check out the Patreon. We got three tiers. I don't care what tier you join. Um, the support is, um, the support is appreciated. Okay. Thank you so much. Now back to the episode. I don't, I don't. Something can stop you. That's, that was my perspective. Yeah. So there's something that can stop you. And we won't know until we kind of go through these three parts of what we talked about today. And we only had a short period of time and I wish I had a chance to like talk through uh, all of the stuff that I had to say. But one is identifying what has stopped you in the past. Two is what's currently stopping you, which is, probably the hardest question because that takes some digging and researching. And a lot of times the thing that stop, is stopping us now um, has been stopping us for a long time. But it's stopping us now because we never asked, what is the thing that's been like holding us from the goal all this time? And the third question is, uh, what could be potential barriers to your success? Like for mm-hmm. next year, what are, you, what are some things that you think could stop you? So I want to ask you those questions. One is, uh, what has stopped you in the past? Uh, The obvious, myself. I think that is the number one stopper, period. Like, so the the concept of nothing can stop me is just fake. Real quick, real quick. Something has stopped you, including yourself. I want to put a label on it because yourself is an easy way out. Procrastination has stopped me. Procrastination, in fact, One of my team members yesterday sent me this email and was like, I am ticked off with you because I've procrastinated on something that they've asked me to do, right? Mm. And um, I procrastinated on this thing and they sent me a message. Shout out to Kyle King. (laughs) Shout out to Kyle. You know how Kyle is super professional and all this stuff and Kyle likes things done the way that Kyle likes things done. And he is nothing less 
been a huge asset to me and my team. And I dropped the ball on something that I told him I would do. And he sent me this email and he gave me grace. Mm -hmm. He gave me like two warnings. (laughs) He did. And he sent me this email and um, I got the email and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't even know where I was going with that story. What was the thing? I don't, it? it was a task that he asked me to what complete. What was the task? It was just a task. What was the task? It was something to make my uh, make my group better. What was the something? I'm not telling you what the okay, task well, was. Okay, well, keep going on your procrastination. I, that's not procrastination. But that's where you were going. Oh, that's where I was going. So yeah. I procrastinated on this. And um, it ended up being that he asked me to have it done this weekend. And I didn't because I had an emergency that I was kind of dealing with. But because, and I thought that, me having an emergency was a valid reason to not have this done, right? I needed to be doing something else. And then I thought about it. I called him this morning and I apologized to him. And I said, you know, um, if I had not procrastinated in the first place, I wouldn't have gotten to the point where an emergency was even a factor. Mm. And so I had to apologize to him and we hashed it out. But yeah, and and the suggestion from him was only something that was going to make me better. Yeah. It was only something that was going to make me better. And I get it. I hear it. I see it. But I did procrastinate on the execution of it. And so I told him that before my head hits the pillow tonight, it's done. Because I felt bad. Not only did I not immediately implement that thing that was going to make me better, but I disappointed him. Mm. And he is there for me all the time. So I got to make that up to him. Give me something else, maybe not related to business. Something that's really stopped you in the past. Something that has really stopped stopped me in the past. Um, Back in the day, I used to be concerned about what other people thought, like about the decisions that I was making. Um, You know, I come from a family of people who wanted to see me do the things that they thought I should do, go to college, get a particular job, work in a certain industry. And I say all the time, I could be so much further along today if I didn't spend so many years trying to walk the rope, walk the line of me getting a little bit of what I wanted out of life and giving them enough to be satisfied with what I was doing. So that's definitely something um, that has stopped me. Also, also, I will say this. Um, I am... I don't succumb to like peer pressure. When my mind is made up about something, there's nothing you can tell me. It's going to happen the way I said it's going to happen. Um, sometimes my inability to be flexible in certain areas mm. has stopped me, has definitely um, put strain on certain relationships and, and things like that because I know what I know and this is what it is. Um, so I think maybe sometimes even my inflexibility once I have my mind made up. Got you, got you. And I, I, I think that's important to start to look back because even moving forward to today, if we don't handle it or deal with it, those things are probably affecting us today. And that is going to be a something that can stop you. It's, yeah. easy, it's a really cool song. Nothing can stop me. I'm, I'm all blood. the way up. But it's not all the way true Mm. because there are some things. And if we're not careful, um, we'll think that nothing can stop us when there's something currently stopping us right now. Yeah. So, uh, what about you? What's something that stopped you? 
Um, one thing that stopped me in the past has been my, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Can you sound um, it out? <laughs> I'll help you. My insecurities. My insecurities. Okay. I'm not as, so I don't, I honestly don't think it's stopping me today, but it's, it's definitely something that stopped me in the past. Me not knowing my value and not knowing my worth. And I'm sure you've seen that mm-hmm. growth in me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm so trusting of other people Ooh, yes. that I take what they say as law. And my own ideas, the more I talk to other people, and if it doesn't align with my vision, I start to think, well, they know something that I don't. Mm-hmm. And that's just me being insecure about who I am. And I think it started, believe it or not, I used to be ugly. So. I can see it. <laughs> well, I mean, I can. Some people grow into themselves. You can see the ugly? <laughs> I, can, I can see where it started. Remnants of ugly? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yes, you, you, know what's, you know what's so crazy? Did somebody else say they see it too? <laughs> oh my gosh. Y'all, okay. but, but y'all do see it, right? <laughs> Seriously, you can tell how Dave. <laughs> Used to be a Poindexter. He's still, girl. All right, yo. Okay, but anyway. I mean, it's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection. Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Money made you look a whole lot nicer. If we're being all serious, completely honest. Yo, what's up with her, man? <laughs> don't go broke. Oh, but like, <laughs> Don't but, go broke. Yeah, I don't know why that's the case, why it's <laughs> like that. But anyway, let me, but let me tell you, let me tell you, my insecurity was really high school where I just, I never... I never even thought that I would like approach the popular girl, right? And what happened was, and it might be corny, but you know how you go to college 
and you can like reinvent yourself because nobody knows you as being corny. Not saying I was corny. I was a little corny. A little bit. A little bit. But go to college, you're like, you're the man where you was from, right? <laughs> so I go to... What's up with y'all? Yeah, I thought this was a safe space. <laughs> no? But I go to college and uh, at this at this point, I'm, I'm selling weed a little bit. So I got enough money to... What's up with y'all? Like, if that wasn't cornier. <laughs> I asked. You used to reach for the game. Oh, yeah. That wasn't like a successful drug dealer. Were you the ice cream man? By, by far, Were no. Were you the ice cream man? I made enough to be able to like... Get your hair cut? Get my hair cut and like eat. My ice cream? Yeah, how, are you highly un- how are you a highly unsuccessful drug dealer? Uh, <laughs> Where are you smoking your supply? Like, you I, had no I, strategy. I mean, like, you know, because you can get the T-shirts, the, you know, the four for 20s. Run that. So right? I can, I, can rock with a, I can rock a fresh tee. But anyway, moral of the story. He was selling a bag for an outfit. <laughs> <laughs> at, at lunch. At lunch. Yeah. But it, it comes with another confidence where you don't have to go to the cab. Like, yo, I go to Wendy's right now. I go to Wendy's right now. I buy I mean, all I mean, y'all lunch. <laughs> you know, cafeteria food. But anyway, I realized that women responded differently when I had more confidence. And for some reason, the co- who is that? Why don't y'all just open the door? What's up with y'all? Who? That's who? Who is that? You know the code? You just tried the code? Yeah, like, what's up with him? Yeah, what are you right. doing here? It's you. Yo, can I finish my story? We oh, and this beef. is cra- this is dope because Shy, he's like one of the first people I met in college. But anyway, I was telling the story. Were y'all dope boys together? <laughs> Yo, but uh Shy got open warrants. Let me show you. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> and Shy's single too. No, he's not. Oh, you are. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, any- yo, can I finish my you're, story? Well, you're single? Yo, can I finish my story? Okay. Yeah, okay. say it loud and proud, Shy. Okay? She's gonna miss out. With his chest out. Any, yo, can I, fin- can I finish the story? <laughs> so then, anyway, so I, so I was telling the story how in high school I wasn't as attractive. You know what I mean? But then I got to college and then I, I was doing all right for myself. Selling a little bit of weed, just a little bit. And <laughs> I had, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I had and and I was a rapper, so me selling my little what's going on here right now? What is going on? He was living. What is going on? Why would you put such a shameful episode out on your birthday? Because because, in college. Yo, so Y'all was rapping too shy? I was I was rapping, and the fact that I was actually selling a little bit of weed, it makes my raps better because now I'm a hustler. Oh, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm out here getting this money. <laughs> now, in my raps, I was getting a lot more money than I Can we was see the actual raps? in my pop. Huh? When are we going to see the raps? Never. He got to finish the story. Yo, can I finish the story? I just okay, want to finish okay, the story. Okay, finish, So anyway, finish. yes. So, so the the fact that I'm, I'm selling a little bit of weed, there's like women on campus that's giving me a little play, probably because they want a little bit of weed. For free. Oh my God. And then I'm rapping. And then I'm rapping in the fact that my raps was super potent because potent. I know the game. You feel me? I know the I know the drug game. You feel me? So I'm I'm rapping about it. Anyway, 
And the raps, the raps really got me some notoriety, right? On I'm at the radio station. I was Shy. Was I? Yes. And he was like, yo, take my car and my procrastination. I just did. Give us Jazzy Faye right put everybody on. He's a community builder. I was builder. nice, though. Give us a little something right now. Yeah, I, yo, the... Um, Applebee's, Shy? <laughs> yeah, he was outside. It was uh, Ace Hood, I think that was him. Ace Hood? No, it wasn't Ace Hood. It was the other dude who looked like him. It was, yeah, he looked like Ace Hood. Yeah, who's the guy that was like Ace Hood? Was it Deuce Hood? You know what I'm talking about. Deuce Hood. I don't know. And like trying try to round out. Were you story. rapping about bricks though? Absolutely. Okay. What? Never sold crack a day of my life, but I was talking about crack. I was rapping. Everybody did it though. Everybody's doing it. No, not everybody. I was selling weed a little bit, but the little yo. The crazy thing is the I was I was selling a little bit, but in my raps I was. Oh, for sure. When the boat come across, like, that's my boat. You feel me? You know, no, 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 Okay, El Chapo. Yo, let my rat sell it. So you thought you was Frank Lucas. He Yo. said, that's his, work. that's his work whipping across the water right now. I cannot. Yo, first off, this has been the most gotta, unproductive listen, episode. No, 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 no. no. There's, a, there's a point to it, though. But even in that era, it wasn't like, Yo, it was okay to do that. It was okay to talk about stuff you're not doing. Yo, these rappers, they ain't really kill nobody. But they talking about all the people they kill. You feel me? You got All right, so leave that alone, okay? But anyway. Um, but Okay, so, so here's the thing. Moral of the story. I'm selling this little bit of weed. I'm getting a little popular because I'm selling a little bit of weed. I can stay fresh because I got, you know, all you needed was a tall tee and some Air, Air Force Ones. And at this point, you could not even tell the real from the fake Air Force Ones or Tim's. My boy Wills was selling them on campus. It was dope. Check this out. Come on. Stay with Reserve him. Stay judgment, with him. Okay? Stay with him. Anyway, I get all this. I have, like, confidence because I'm popular. And I'm hanging out with... So there was two major DJs in the city, DJ Infamous and DJ Efeezy. And, like, we're all just, like, this best friend group. And I'm in the DJ booth. That makes me automatically cool. And I have this confidence. And when I got the confidence, the response from the ladies were, was much greater. Mm. So it wasn't that my face changed or like when I take the money from my little bit of weed, I'm getting Neutrogena and I'm getting like a like clearer skin. It wasn't that. It was my confidence made me more attractive. Mm -hmm. I forgot the whole point of the story. Cockiness but, does make men more attractive. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I was less, I was less insecure, which made me realize that it's not about who who I am or what I have, but um, who I who I become through this process or who I portray myself, who I believe I am. Yeah. And it changed my whole appearance. Who do so, you believe you are? I believe I am very influential. I believe that um, I am the best person to help entrepreneurs go from point A to point B. I may not be the best entrepreneur to help you go from point C to point D, but in this area, area that, that's why I, I do cert, I move the way I move. Like with this morning meetup, it's $79, but you guys can come to the, you can't even pay to get in here. It's not like you can pay $100 to get here. But because I know that there's people in my sphere of influence that, like needs this type of stuff and is going to help someone, that's why I do it. So I am a community leader and 
an okay husband and father so far. You know what I mean? So far. I love it. That's amazing. Anyway. Okay, yes. Oh, so the next part of the question With was, confidence. Yes. The me- next part of the question is, what is stopping you now? Yeah. Because there are some things that are stopping me right now. Somebody go to the mic real quick. I want to know what's stopping you right now, something that you are dealing with that has prevented you from getting to the next level and you know you deal with it right now. Anybody brave enough? Let's go. Give her a round of applause for being brave enough. Um, I'll just say there's a tad bit of anxiety because um, I quit my job last month. Mm. So it's like, oh, girl, you quit your job. You didn't have all this money saved. And so I feel like every day I'm trying to do so much that I'm not really doing anything. Mm. So you, you, And it's like you just in overdrive. I have to do this because now there's no paycheck coming on Friday. Now you have to get out there and make the money. What do you do? Something in styling or fashion or something? No, but thank you. I'm a realtor and I'm really watching you guys. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Thank you getting into the digital space because I'm a teacher at heart, but I don't want to teach in a traditional sense. But people listen to me when I speak. So I'm using what I know, EEO. I'm doing that now and winning. Um, taxes. EEO. EEO. If you ever worked for a job. EEO? EEO, yeah. What's Equal that? employment opportunity. Are you serious? I used to work for the IRS across the street. How so would someone know what I'm EEO means? Did you if, know what EEO means? If you had a real means? job, if people ever work real jobs, you guys... This is why job. I'm in this space, people. Real, judging me. He never had no, a real job. I'm in this space because... I was a petty, petty weed pun, uh, pusher in a... In the service. People that work at jobs, they don't know that your employers, they don't get to violate you or discriminate against you and mm. get away with it. So... I want to help people learn how to do it themselves because I'm practically doing it myself and winning. So that space, I worked for the IRS for eight years, taxes and real estate. That was That's what I'm doing now and just creating digital products. But it feels like I'm just, it's so much. Girl, it is. Yeah, so, it is. You're yeah, the yeah. EEO advocate. You do taxes. You got real estate. You are helping people to, you know, fight for themselves. We have to trim that down just a little bit. First of all, what's, what's leading? What's the moneymaker right now? 
Of course, real estate. All right. So let's follow you there. Where can Not we find EEO? you? Well, First because all, like you, people, people don't know. Now, I will say from me pretty much working my case myself, my attorney that Oh, you're I in hired, the middle of a case. I, oh, yeah. And I'm winning. Yeah. Okay. So my oh, attorney. So I, when you said you were winning, I thought you were like winning in the industry, but you're winning your case. Yeah. And I have an attorney. Uh, that, how much you going to get? I hope a lot. Wait, wait, because we don't want to jeopardize her case. So we you probably... Won't, I won't tell you the particulars, but gotcha. my my attorney, because I'm so well-versed in this space, she hired me to come when people are coming with her. Now she pays me to consult on her cases. Nice. So, so, you know, I'm doing that. But of course, real estate is where I can make this money now, so I feel like what Donnie said, it's a it's a lot, but you you're like, oh girl, I don't have a check. I've got to focus on, I've got to make the money as it comes. And that's the problem for me. Yeah. What do you want us to follow you to right now? Where are you leading us to? Real estate, EEO advocacy. What are we doing today? Um, today I'm really just focusing on my real estate and just doing digital products around that because it's what I do actively every day. What's your Instagram? Um, it's millionaire mail. Millionaire male, M-A-I-L? Yep, millionaire with two N's. Okay. Yeah, so I'm my thing with millionaire male because I haven't started the podcast, but I want to do um, teaching to millions where I use my real estate platform to help other realtors. People are always asking, how did you pass your exam the first time? How did you do that? So I just kind of teach them what I did to pass my exam. Okay, so it sounds like you are actively building a brand geared toward real estate not necessarily because it's two totally different markets, right? And you want to build one audience that you're leading to one place, one journey. And you don't want to be, I wouldn't hire a realtor to help me find my next luxurious piece of real estate if I see that you're also being paid to advocate for, sure. for EEO cases, right? Or it just taxes. it or taxes. It doesn't make me feel like I am choosing the best realtor who's sold out for this particular. When I pick a realtor, I want someone who's all in. Like you can tell me whatever I need to know about this. When I pick someone to do my taxes, I'm not picking somebody who does taxes and dab dabbles in real estate, right? So uh, I, and let, let me just uh to your point, I was just talking to Terica and we were, you know, we put a contract on this land. But Terika doesn't feel that the the realtor like really understands the land space, even though the realtor is successful. She was like, yo, we need to find somebody who does commercial land. Like not even just real estate. I agree. Like commercial land. So like we're on a hunt for someone that does specifically. I'm sorry, who who's on this hunt? Because I thought we were. We're on a hunt together. But no, no, no. He cut no. me out the deal. No, Terrica's putting me in the deal. But anyway, she. the, the point is, so yes. we might have, we have like real estate and credit and taxes Terrible. and things that ain't, which are different industries, mm -hmm. all under financial literacy. But there are some, even photographers, yeah. I don't care if you take good pictures, but there are wedding photographers. There yeah. are like... Baby, for I noticed one that we did uh, with, with Sarai. We go in there; it's all baby stuff, all baby pictures, right? They got different bassinets and different bows and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's who does my baby photographer, photography. Not the person that did our shoot yesterday. Mm -hmm. So the the deeper we drill down, and I don't know where 
the hardest part is losing money or yeah. thinking you're going to lose money thinking because that. there's some money over here and I want to get that money. But the best way to really build high level income, like for me, I'd rather have less streams of income. Yeah, that's exactly what we did, though. Um, one thing that I admire about how Dave and I build and how we teach is that we, yikes, we don't teach. What is it? Just oh, it's just a ladybug. It. You're not going to flick the ladybug. Flick the bug. No. Is, is it bothering you? It was bothering it's you It's a ladybug. The wings were wide. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it's good luck. Come grace me, baby. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we do very well is staying in our lane of teaching what we know. So we'll learn something, we'll apply it, we'll teach it. Earlier this year, we decided that this year would be our seven-figure year. Didn't really know how, but we knew that we were too busy to focus on it, so we both streamlined our offers. You cut off a complete brand, I cut off certain things that I was offering in my brand, and suddenly the time make, became available for us to actually make that happen, right? It, it was so clear, so crystal clear. But prior to that, um, up until maybe 2018, the end of 2018, I'm a business coach. I am a women's empowerment speaker. I'm in network marketing. I have all these things going on and I'm making what's considered good money from all of them, but I'm nowhere close to the seven figures, right? Nowhere close to it. And I felt like I felt somebody said, you got to leave network marketing alone. And I'm like, no, it's responsible for my start. Like, this is where I got my start. This is what put me on the map. Just like t-shirts put you on the map. This is what put me on the map. I'm always going to have a connection. I'll never let it go. Until one day I said, okay, I've got enough people who are now around me who are moving the way that I want to move. I'm just going to jump off the porch and I'm done. And I, I called my sponsor and I said, I'm done. Like, I'm not holding a position done, like, because there's a different way of being done in network marketing. Like, I'm not building. You could be not building, but I still got my position. I'm done. I'm not. I'm taking my card off file. I am walking away from everything. And then my personal brand started to explode. And then just this year, when I refined my personal brand just a little bit and let some things go that were really important to me, then my finances started to explode like different level, different levels. So we all have these things that, and I got ideas for days that have nothing to do with what I am doing right now. And one day those ideas will become a reality. But the important thing is for me to establish myself here first so that I can then leverage the success that I've built here to make it easier for me to do something else. It's like entertainers who start off in the music space and they're rappers and they're seen this way like 50 Cent, he's a rapper. Then he's a rapper that turns into a producer. Now he is a television producer, right? But if he were trying to rap, do TV, produce records all at the same time, it's not, it's not easy to do. It's, it's, not, it's like artists who become label owners. Smart musicians would never sign with an active artist to manage them because you're rapping, you're touring, you're creating new music, you're handling your deliverables. And when do, when do you have time to manage me and help me do those things? So you got to pick something and maybe table everything else. Don't drop them. Pick something, become wildly successful at it, and then leverage that to do the next thing. Thank you, girl. I feel better already. But because it's just like, 
like th- this is my assistant and she's come and she's helped me and we're like doing we're you know trying to get in this space right so I feel I, I kept thinking about what you guys are saying but I'm just like how can you do that girl you you need to make money you need yeah. to be but it's 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 a headache you get anxiety because you know you because you're doing so much you're not being great at one thing I don't even know what to say it is necessarily I'm sure there is some type of philosophical phrase for it, (laughs) right? Some strategy that somebody has coined. But just blatantly saying, when you pull back and get really clear and you focus on one thing, you give one thing, like I challenge you to give one thing one year, all of your attention. Everything changes. It just does. I don't know what it's called. I don't know the name of, what's the theory? What is it, right? But when you focus on one thing and you stop grabbing at straws, oh, I make a couple of dollars over here. I make five over here. I'm doing 20 over here and 30 over there. I promise if you do one thing, you can do $50,000 a month or more at that one thing. Yeah, and really, if you really think about it, especially if you don't have a team of people, doing multiple things don't even make sense Mm -hmm. because in each thing, there's a million things. So, for instance, a t-shirt brand, right? So we can say, well, I'm going to, you know, sell t-shirts. But you got to think about the design, the printing process, the shipping process, pricing, how we're going to market and promote that brand, how we're going to distribute the brand. Do we get, like, affiliates? How do we get it in stores? How do we manage the website? How do we update the website? And then, like, what is the marketing strategy to sell more? And then with all the sales, accounting, managing, how do we know which shirt sells best? This is just all the things you got to think about in one t-shirt brand. So let's say we have a t-shirt brand and we have a coaching company. Well, we got to figure out how to service our clients. How do we know what we're going to teach? The flow of customer. We still got to have time to promote that. In each one thing, there's mad different things that you got to do. So when I saw that, that's when I said, yo, I just have to like clear the table because the energy that I'm putting in here, I'm going to put it into this and it, it should it should yield the same results. You feel me? So I want the mindset to be not how do I make six figures, but how does this thing pay me six figures? Yeah. How does this thing get me the result? And that's really what we did. How does this thing, not how do we make a million? How do we have seven figure, have a seven figure year? What do I have to do to make this a seven figure business? And it changes the entire conversation. It changed the whole different thought process. So me and Donnie, we were talking about um, what we're doing right now. We're putting together a book. Mm-hmm. And right, we were talking, you, you put out the magazine. Yes? She was putting out the magazine. And uh, actually, I'm be on the cover. So I can get that around the applause. Hey. I tried to get Donnie on. She was like, nah, My she can't come. Done. Whatever. No, you couldn't come. Oh, I wasn't so, allowed? No, you weren't allowed. Because he gave me a different story. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we're like, okay, we take this podcast, right? And we should do a magazine. I think, we, I, well, I don't know if I told you about it, but last year I was thinking, did I tell you, that, was I talking to you about it, Joe? Like a while ago, like a magazine. So when she said it, I'm like, oh, how you, oh that's the magazine? Oh, let me get it. Is that yours? My manager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when she said she could put it together, that's what I was telling you about. I'm not going to tell you her number because she's going, 
raise the price later. <laughs> but um, yes, so there's a magazine. So I'm thinking, in my head, I'm like, yo, we need to have a magazine. But it's not a different thing. It's like, yo, we're going to take the stories from the people that we interview, break those down, put your picture to people. Because we're going deeper into the podcast, not a whole nother idea. We started talking about apparel, not necessarily building another apparel brand, but the stuff that, like this social proof brand, how do we build the apparel? And then each segment of the one thing, one thing, podcast, t-shirt brand, still all the stuff that we got to figure out in the one thing. Mm -hmm. So doing multiple things, it doesn't even make sense. And you don't have the fortitude. I've never seen it work. But from a, from a high level entrepreneur standpoint, you're like, well, what about Diddy? Well, Diddy has owned Ciroc, right? But Ciroc has its own CEO and its own CFO and their own marketing team. When they come to work, they're thinking about building Ciroc. When that CEO wakes up every morning, that CEO has one job. They're thinking about one thing. But then you got um, um, Bad Boy, or let's say the, the record label. He's about to buy Sean John. I know Diddy's not going to be the CEO of Sean John. He's going to put a CEO in place. So when that CEO wakes up every morning, they're thinking, what question? How do I build Sean John? And then they have a team of people where they have a job where they just do their one thing. So we see Diddy like, oh, he does all these things, but he doesn't do all these things. He oversees all these things. But there's got to be somebody at the top where it's their sole purpose. So right now, for your real estate company, you're a terrible CEO. Right. Because we're doing all kind of other stuff. I got to leave this company and go do something else. And your staff is looking like, yo, where'd the CEO go? She's doing taxes. She's doing taxes. <laughs> all of it's going to be closed for the next three days. Uh, we'll be back later, guys. It will not be ideal to buy a house from her in April, May, March. Facts. None of that. Right. So, so we got to... Yeah, just fine-tuning. You're on the right track. And some people just have an it factor, and you do. Mm -hmm. Oh, for uh, sure. You, you definitely have an it factor. Are you dating? I'm not. I'm single. I live in Atlanta. What's your Instagram again? One more time. It's Millionaire Male with Shy two Shy King Energy. I live in Atlanta, so that explains the singleness. Mm. She, li she lives First in Atlanta. First of all, what y'all women going to stop doing Sorry. is come for us men in Atlanta. They're not. It's just... Uh, uh, what? You want to go out and meet me at the strip club? Let's get some wings. It's like, <laughs> You, um, yeah, they do. They, I'm from. First of all, I'm from Memphis, so I have no problems oh, with strip sure. club. I have no problems with. And you got the cute little cut because I know a good you. barber that's single. I do it myself. But do thank you really? You. I do. Oh wow! I'm, I'm, I'm a. I, you probably I, I have something in common. I can do hair, everything. So yeah, it's just the, it's the Memphis in me. You probably have something in common with my man too. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you see Shaw's beard? He said, mm -hmm. "Shaw's looking at me." <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you know that. All right, anyway. All right, so um, are we done here? But oh, thank the last you guys. part. Thank you. Thank oh, you're very well. Give her a round of applause. Oh, good. The last thing is, oh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure, you, are y'all subscribed? To the podcast, on your app? I'm going to check in a second. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Please go subscribe. Five star us, please, and leave a comment if you think we're a five star podcast. Lastly, as we conclude, because uh, are you taking me to a uh, really expensive lunch? I am taking you somewhere that is on your level of red lobster. What you like to eat? I like red lobster. He likes red lobster. Ain't nothing wrong with red lobster. I don't want to go today. 
Well, we're going somewhere where it's... Listen, we were trying to get something to eat the other night. I'm naming all these high-end places. First of all, Chance couldn't even get get in because this is what you No, wear. you had sweatpants. We went to a little alley steakhouse. And we, no, you could. She they went to the front. They denied it because of you. I didn't even go to the front. Chance does not have an exquisite palate. Let's just say that. All right? First off, So I'm going to take you somewhere where she goes to a steakhouse wearing sweatpants? First off. People who want steak for dinner. When was the last time you ate church's chicken? <laughs> be honest that's your level that's the type that's you, my level that's you can my level. some sweatpants and go to churches but this is a fact uh, you need some yeah okay I really wish I would have thought this through and could have introduced you to something fine but I didn't want to ruin the experience and um, I just wanted to take my friend out and so I'm, I'm taking you to your favorite place what Cheesecake Factory I don't want to go there <laughs> I want to go to Chops <laughs> Chop. Let New me tell York you how crime. inexperienced he is. Chops isn't open right now. Is it? Okay, it's a no. dinner restaurant. Oh. Cheesecake Factory. There are, there, there, there are some restaurants. There are some restaurants, Chance, that... Um, I want fine dining. You want Pizza Hut? No. I mean, what, what's fine dining for you? Chick-fil-A, the other side of the menu. Get off the top of no, it. No, somebody... Not Chick-fil-A, Cheesecake Factory. When you go to the back of the menu, I mean, stay in your lane. I want you to enjoy this. That's Someone what you like. that offers wine. You're not going to drink it. So? Anyway. Cheesecake Factory offers wine. Yo, can I finish the it last part be, of mine? It might be, is Boone's Farm a wine? It sure is. It might be a I little I do like Boone. the Cheesecake Factory, though. I, Grand Lux is a, is a step up from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did I tell you the one time we went and uh, the lady was like, uh, I was like, I, I think I came in and was like, yo, y'all short staff? She's like, I give you a job. I said, yes. I said, well, I did work at Cheesecake Factory for six years. She said, oh, word? Oh, I I, I can get you in. No problem. <laughs> and I was like, well, I said, nah, I, I think I'm good. She said, nah, I'm telling you, it's a good opportunity. And then looked at me like I just wasted the opportunity. She said, I can get you in. Like, yeah. He's like, I think I'm good for now. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but so the last part, last part. <clears throat> for the so one is, one is, um, what has stopped you in the past? Number two is, what is currently stopping you? And there's a bunch of things that are currently stopping me right now. But the third part is, um, looking out in the future, like next year, what are some, what are some threats to your success? What do you think at the turn of the year, let's say, or um, in the near future, what are some things that could potentially stand in your way? So it might influence a car buying decision. I want to buy this car. It's nice right now, but I'm not gonna, it's not going to have the new car smell, and I'll be stuck with this car note. Well, that could be a potential threat to my success because I'm over-leveraged. Like, I see it. Like, I... I I, I see some of the, the, the debt piling up. That could be a potential issue that keeps me from becoming successful. So we got to think through that and, um, what you want, and try wraith? to get ahead of it. Huh? You want a wraith? A wraith? Mm-hmm. I think it's called a wraith, actually. It's W-R-A-I-T-H. So why do they say it? Wraith and raps? I don't know. All right, so anyway, those are the three. Those are the three. What's the car, though, that you want? I don't really want a car. Oh, 
Were you just giving an example? Yeah, just an example. Oh. Yeah, I mean, because, because you got to think ahead, right? So it might be, for instance, one of my issues, let's say, right now isn't... Okay, for you. One of your issues right now is you shop when you're bored. When you're bored, you have nothing to do, you automatically think, let me go shopping. That could be a potential threat to your success later. First of all, that's not true. You're very irresponsible. And I don't appreciate the slander. Your watch is $60,000. Yo, what are you, what are you talking about? I went with about? you to pick the watch No, up. you didn't. This is your second Rolex. Hmm? <laughs> this is your second Rolex that you just bought less than a month ago. And we just went back to the Rolex store yesterday to see if they had the other watch. The what end are you that talking you about? Now you're making stuff up. Uh, you're lying. On everything, that's what happened. You're a liar. You got money. I got the video, Chance. What's up? Can I got we, the video. Right. So that, uh, that concludes our... Do you have our hoodies? Of course she does She is here to size me for my gown. But did she not? Did she not say that she's bringing the hoodies next time? You did. No. She did say that. Did you talk to Joe? When's she came husband? with attitude today, baby. Don't play with her. No, what I said was... Okay, got you. So are what's you... the delay, Joe? It's been like two hold on, weeks. Hold on, real quick. Are you single? No. You got a, you got a boo? Huh? What? You want to get married? Oh, congratulations! How old are you? How old are you? 23. Mm, congratulations. You're about to get married? Congratulations. That is so uh, sweet. Why is she? She's smiling hard, too. <laughs> he must be somebody. Have super you guys special. been dating since high school? Best friends since high school. Oh, that comes to the mic real quick. So you can see, you can see you shout him out. <laughs> Y'all been best friends since high school. Yeah, Look at you. Friends. Calm down. Put your hands down. <laughs> you nervous? So we've been best friends since we were 14. Uh, we dated for two years. But like, even before we knew each other, like, our families have been around each other like forever without us even knowing. Like his mom used to babysit uh, my mom and her uh, her cousins. Like I was on the cheerleading team with her uh, with his um, cousin when I was five, I think. So it's like we always been around each other. We just history. never knew each other. This is sounding real arranged marriage. It's I love it. <laughs> I do. I love it. Yeah. Um, we're planning on getting married um, in March, but we don't know because we're like last minute with planning stuff. Oh. So it's like, we really want to get married in California, but I feel like you got to plan in advance. And I'm making no, I like multiple I just went to the courthouse. <laughs> I went to the courthouse. Yeah, and see, that's what we were thinking about doing too. Um, and just do an actual like wedding, wedding later. But regardless, I'm making multiple dresses. Probably halfway down the aisle, I have an outfit change. When I get to the, <laughs> like when I get to the altar, I do another outfit, an outfit change. change in a wedding. I really am going to be that extra. I don't know if y'all ever seen like <laughs> on the red carpet, people will like actually have multiple outfits like while standing on the in the, on lit. the red carpet. So yeah, I'm pulling out all the tops. That is lit. I'm but, really yeah. proud of you. Question for you, mm -hmm. real quick. Well, three questions for you. When it cut, you think you're going to be an amazing wife? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now, look, actually, I'll say it's, what's really been cool about, like, our relationship is um, he pushes me to, like, grow, um, like, well, like, I have, like, I guess when it comes to, like, my character flaws, um, I used to be really selfish, um, and I used to be a terrible communicator. 
Um, even like when it comes to just like speaking up for myself, like he, like he forced me to like communicate with him. Like if I, I would like want to not say things for days or even weeks and he would just be like, no, we're about to sit here and like talk. So I feel like, um, because of like the ways he's helped me like grow as a person, like I, I feel like I'll be able to be a good wife to him. Like even just as far as like supporting him, like I want to say for our first year together for his birthday, he's into music. He's an engineer. Um, I made him a studio like I bought him. He wanted to he wants to be a producer. He's an engineer now, but I bought him the producing equipment. Um, I had all his friends and family pitch in to like get like the other stuff that I needed. Oh, wow. And then I like surprised him with like a studio. And so are you like real submissive kind of? Um, it's hard for me to do that because I always have felt like I needed to be in control um, or even just like how I grew up. Like my dad, he had money, but he didn't really like um, fund my business or like really just like put money into what I do. So it's always been like I got to take care of myself. Uh, even when I moved to Atlanta, it was like I have to find a way to take care of myself. So I'm just so used to like being the one that's in control so it's like kind of hard. Gotcha. It seemed like you tapped into your feminine energy. I was yeah, and that's what I'm trying to do. Give Donnie a coaching session because she needs <laughs> she needs help. I got three questions for you, okay? Mm-hmm. One, what do you think in your like past behaviors will be uh, something that will get in your way of you being a great wife? What is something right now that is standing in your way? Like some things that you're dealing with right now that could potentially uh, hinder you from being a good wife? And what are some future issues that you think could prevent you later from being a good wife? So one, in your past, mm-hmm. what would have stopped? What What is something from your past that would have stopped you from being a good I wife? I think as far as like from my past, it was like the communicating. I realized how important that is. Um, and I think uh, last the last podcast when y'all were talking, or not the last podcast, but I think two weeks ago when I was here, you were talking about telling your wife about like a party and stuff. And I was saying how um, like me and him were at the point to where we tell each other everything. Um, but that was never uh, the type of person I was or even like being affectionate. It's like, I remember the first time he tried to hold my hand, I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was so like awkward for me. Um and so I think those used to be like the things like he's super affectionate. I wasn't um, in like the communicating. I wasn't good at that. But okay. that was, those are the things that like really caused uh, not problems. But so right right now, because <laughs> I, I want to wrap it up. But uh-huh. right now, what are some things that you need to work through in preparation mm-hmm. for being a good wife? Um, oh, I guess it's not personal. But one of the things we recently talked about, like just a few days ago, um, I always imagined like the person that I was with, um, and I hope you don't get mad for me, mad at me for saying this, but I always wanted Does something that was. Does he watch the podcast? Was, huh? Does he watch the podcast? He don't. Uh, unless I t- I tell him about it, but he doesn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But um, I've always imagined myself being with somebody that's like super goal oriented, just because I've always been like super driven, um, super goal oriented. Like my mom started teaching me about business in middle school, so that's always like you know been where my mindset is. Um, but he like isn't that way like his parents did a lot for him he never really had to like just go after anything so um you need to bring him like to these yeah and I tell him about him but I had to also realize like uh with a lot of people in my life I'm always trying to like get the best out of people like I want to push people to be their best their best selves um but I had to realize like 
people have to want it for themselves. Because even like when I was younger, my mom used to try and tell me certain things that, and I'd be like, okay, that's cool. And now like two years later, it's like, oh, mama, did you know about this? Uh And it's just like, she was already trying to tell me about that. But at that point, um, that's not where I was mentally. So I kind of like, view the same, I view things the same way as him. Like, if he's not there yet, then I'm not going to force it. Like, people, regardless, we always have to want change for ourselves. We can't, like, force anybody to change. So, it's like, that's really, like, the one thing um, that I always thought would be, like, And I I think that could probably, that could probably be wrapped up in, like, a future um, issue, too. And maybe, maybe you and Donnie can really coach each other now. Because she definitely needs help with her feminine energy. And she could probably help Look, you. Look, I'm still trying to get inspired. the feminine energy together, too. Yeah, so. it's all good. I mean, she's... Listen, let me tell you this. <clears throat> when I was your age, I leaned on my feminine energy heavily. Mm-hmm. I was in the music industry, and I was always kind of told, be nah, very, very... because you no, said no, no, when no. you were young, you used to fight all the time. So that's <laughs> not feminine energy. That's <laughs> never, not feminine energy. Never. <laughs> I was very tapped into my feminine energy. And at that time and at that age, people tell you, hey, be careful with your feminine energy. It can be misconstrued. It can be displaced energy. People misunderstand. You've got to be a certain way around men, blah, 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 blah. So then I started to learn how to tap into my masculine energy. And now I have a lot of masculine energy and people are like, hey, be careful because your masculine energy can prevent certain things and it has to, you know, you got to be careful with being too masculine around men and blah, blah, blah. So it's like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Okay, just be who you are. Mm -hmm. Try (laughs) try to justify your masculine energy. First of all, I am extremely Um, feminine. Yeah, sometimes. You guys. No, 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 no. Am I feminine? This no. episode is sponsored by. No, I'm a, I will take your hat off on this show. I, get I have a haircut today. <laughs> I feel like you, you guys are my feminine. feminine. I get what you're saying, though. I feel like some. Nobody like, answered. Because, <laughs> like, you're so You, you asked the question do. like two or three times, too, and nobody's you like. Are, <laughs> you are feminine masculine. We're going to combine them together. Masculinity. Yeah. I feel Mas- like masculinity. I'm listening. Because you're so good at what you do. Um, I feel like sometimes, like, people expect, like, you to not be weaker, but, like, Thank not you. come off so hard. But it's like, you're good at what you do, so I feel like that's really just all it is. Not, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm super masculine. Yeah, mad masculine energy. All right, cool. Look, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by... I am the only one. this way in business. Hmm? It's certain. I'm mad Only in fact. business? Only in business, David Shans. I am not this way... I've been around. Yes, we can call. Call who? We can call your significant situation. Significant situation. That's what she calls it. My situation that's significant. Yes. I don't. No. I don't. I don't think. We're done. I don't think he would. Never mind. He never, would tell. Anyway. Ooh, ooh. He would tell you. See, that was feminine. What? Ooh. Ooh. Damsel in distress over here. <laughs> That was feminine. Yes. I know how to put this stuff together. We're not saying you're not a we're we're not saying you're not a female. It's just your energy. Can we do this? We gotta wrap up. It's been 90 minutes. Anyway, this episode is sponsored by the morning meetup. As you fix your hoodie. Like, yeah. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by the morning meetup, themorningmeetup.com, the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurs, man. Where would you go to find 500 plus? What are you doing? 
Where would you go to find five, six hundred people on a call anywhere, much less all going in the same direction, trying to be entrepreneurs and looking to be successful? It is The Morning Meetup. TheMorningMeetup.com. Try it out for a dollar just to see. Maybe I'm lying. Maybe there's only like me. Maybe there's recordings where where it's like a recorded call and I'm not live. Maybe. I don't know. Check it out. You can try it out for a dollar. Yo, stop doing that. (laughs) TheMorningMeetup.com. You can try it out for a dollar. Um, If you like it, stay. If not, um, you can leave. It's all good. And sponsored by something else. Yo, you... All right, I'm done, yo. You need help. This episode is also brought to you by Post to Paid, the dopest community and the only platform still to this date, even though I see, you know, a couple of people trying to slide in on it. Uh, The only community, the first community where you can solve the overwhelm. I'm sorry. You can solve the overwhelm that's associated with. The way you sit doesn't make you feminine, give you feminine energy. You guys, I've put together this really amazing community. It's called Post to Paid. And it was on my heart. You know what I mean? You look so stupid. I wanted... I was, no, give the, the zoom in, Joe. Please. <laughs> you look crazy. I wanted to... Why are you to... holding the mic like that? Get off the mic like <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> Kids watch this. What's right. up with you? I'm being feminine. So no, that's that what you feminine. So that femininity is inappropriate. <laughs> you guys... Seriously, it was it was on my heart because I'm such a nurturing woman. I wanted my entrepreneurs to feel served. And it is my job to serve you, each and every single one of you. So I created Post to Paid. I want to make it easier for you. If you struggle to post content on social media that will connect and convert your audience, I provide three text messages a day directly to your phone. I've made it so simple. I've thought ahead for you so you don't have to do too much work. You come in, you relax, you look at your phone, kick your feet up and you make it. your post. She can't even hide it. Do y'all see it? Do y'all see it like pop out? And All then you have to do. Go back and pop out. Like you get three texts a day and then we just do it every day. guys, listen, all you have to do is text me at 404-737-2767. My wig almost flew out. (laughs) Seriously, 404-737-2767. You guys, text the words post to paid. I'm so happy to serve you. And then also, Six Figure Accelerator. For those of you, men and women, who want to be powerful coaches, um, I develop you from scratch. All right? So all you have to do is go to sixfigureedu.com. The letters six, S-I-X, figure edu.com all right thank all right. you guys so much <laughs> how was that is that feminine energy forced, that was feminine energy that was forced feminine was that feminine energy. shy that was painful to watch painful. y'all better come get this work there it is there it is <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all, man, if you guys want to sponsor an episode, please reach out to Donnie because... Um, In my we, DMs. Yeah, she got a whole bunch of uh, masculine don't energy when it comes to sales. Don't email me anything. My team is like filtering stuff. It's a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, don't email me anything. Just, I got to create a different email for myself. Yes. So DM me only, please. Also, let us know if y'all want us to make a magazine. You know what I mean? Oh, so tell, tell, go to the mic real quick. Tell them about your magazine that's coming out. Let's celebrate this. Um... Which I'll be on the cover. I'm excited about that. Yes, yes. So I'm shooting for 
called the Millennial Money Maven, and I will be launching the Maven magazine January 17th on Martin Luther King Day, where we will be hosting the number one celebration of Black wealth with the Black Wealth Awards, where King Shans is gratefully going to be on our cover. Um, He's also an honoree of one of our Black Wealth Awards because he believes about community, right? His whole platform is about community. He gets up and pours into us entrepreneurs every day. Um, I love what you're doing. We see you, King. So we want to honor you and celebrate you for the work that you're doing. Even when you have tough times, right? You get up. So the work that you're doing, persevering through life, um, it's inspiring. So we want to honor you for that. And we'll be doing that January 1st. And y'all can tap into that at blackwealthawards.com. And you can follow me at Money Maven Club on Instagram. Thank I you so much, it. Queen. Queen? When did you start speaking like this, he got, he's, it's, it's, he's got woke like five yeah, seconds ago. Man. Stay woke. All right, King. All right. Uh, so, Grand Rising, y'all. Gonna t- thank y'all for Are you going to tell them what you named me in Miami? No, it was, a, it was a, like a, a spur of the moment thing. All right, so thank y'all so much for coming. We appreciate it. Make sure you like, subscribe, um, and comment on our uh, our podcast. We are on the road to number one in entrepreneurship space and a business space, man. It's hard. hard, Shout out to J-Dev Productions one more time, making sure that we are all soaring to greater heights. We love it. You'll find his uh, information on his Instagram in the comments or in the uh, captions. So check out. It is cool. Uh, And lastly, just text me 404-737-4935. All right, we are out of here, y'all. Y'all have a... I already sent my text number. Did you really? Yes. When I talked about post to pay. I don't think you said 404-737-2767. And did you guys know that you could just text me? You don't have to buy anything from me. You can just text me from... For business You can text tips. me too. You don't have to buy anything. You can just text me. Text you too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we out here, man. Make sure y'all share this with somebody. Peace. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays, and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.